here we go. Thursday evening. How you guys doing? Lacrosse Talk PM here on WIZM, News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Rick Sullivan doesn't have on uh, headphones, so we can't hear Paul Simon. I heard it. Oh, did you? Okay, Kodachrome. If I think back to all the crap I learned in high school, I, I don't know if I'd be able to think at all. I love that line. Great stuff. Hope you guys are having a very nice Thursday. It is a little wetter than I'd hoped it would be this Thursday, and we're gearing up apparently for some kind of nasty weather this weekend. I've been hearing our weather robot throughout the day on various stations here, Rick, talk about anywhere from three to five inches of rain plus some snow, two to four inches now kind of on an update. Uh, what are you hearing? I mean, kind of in line with that? I heard that climate change has not been caused by humans. Where did you hear that? Uh, all the Republicans. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Again, when I think back to all the crap I learned in Republican grooming school, I'm surprised I can even think of it all. Uh, either way, listen, we're going to get off to a very good start today and uh, hopefully have a very nice show for you guys. The Better Hearing Center talking text line this afternoon, same as it is always, 785-7914. Uh, we'd love to get you guys into the program. If you want to have your voices heard, that's the way to reach us. Again, 608 785 7914. On Tuesday, we spent, uh, well, a majority of the entire program talking about the Lacrosse City increase in property taxes. And I think that. No, assessments. Well, all right, assessments. We talked about property taxes possibly, but assessments. And I think that since that time, Rick, uh, there's been a bit of a cooling off period, and and folks are starting to realize that. Yeah, we've moved on to other issues. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's, No. Well, you know, it's. it's, Weather's important in Wisconsin. I think it's. Look, I mean, it was probably a little. Shocking for folks to wake up and, and open up a an envelope and see, oh my God, my house is going up by this. What's it going to mean to me? But again, you know, hearing, I think it was uh, Jason Gilman the other morning. I think on uh, Lacrosse Talk AM with Mike Hayes, kind of breaking it down a bit. And you know, once the city comes up with the new mill rate and once they come up with uh, the new tax rate, then we'll understand exactly what these assessments mean. But until that, move uh, across. Well, I, listen personally, I just wanted parking spaces. All right, when I was looking for a home in the cross and realized that I didn't have half a million dollars in which to spend, we had a recreational vehicle, what we still do right now, a recreational vehicle, an all-wheel drive SUV and a truck, right? Well, where do you park that in La Crosse? I mean, where do you where do you put that? Not many places have that much space to really park those things, uh, you know, on lot. Yeah, you, can't just, you can't just put them in your yard. No, well, you could, I guess, but then you're going to have to deal with, I would imagine, Gary Podeski. Yeah, and I don't want to have to have that problem. Park in your yard. Well, you know, I would imagine it is. Uh, now, in Stoddard, different story. You want to park in your yard? Go for it. Houston, too. In Houston, too. You can park in anyone's yard. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Sell your car right there. It's a little car lot. Uh, but anyhow, when, when we saw what we were dealing with, and that was, you know, uh, um, amazing neighborhoods full of houses that, you know, in, in some cases predate the, the 20th century, you realize those weren't, A, first of all, built for cars. I think some of those garages were probably horse carriages before. And then, you know, B, we, we probably have more than most people as far as the number of vehicles. So we looked a little outside of the city. Yeah, when, and it I, worked out when okay. I was looking for a house, I found some cool houses in La Crosse. Yeah. One, I was real close to buying, and now that, and I didn't know the lay of the land. Okay. It was actually right off of Hickson, or, uh, yeah, well, Granddad Bluff Road. Oh, sure, sure. Road yeah. was right there, so it was... But the taxes were seven grand a year. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, that's just free, <laughs> like throwing away seven grand a year for for essentially nothing. So I'm like, okay, I'll look. Elsewhere. Well, okay, so essentially nothing means you don't get schools and fire departments and, and parks and I don't have uh, fires. I don't have kids. I don't have... <laughs> All right, well that's fine. Smart man. Uh, and so you moved to Houston, and there you go. You, you found yourself a little piece of uh, paradise, right? Like fourteen hundred a year. Your blue heaven. Yeah, in Minnesota is actually quite a bit more advantageous than Wisconsin too. We tried to buy a house in. Uh, 
the Crescent, but uh, we kept getting outbid. So fortunately, we found our place uh, exactly where we were supposed to be in that Stoddard. So again, Tuesday, we spend a lot of time talking about your reassessments. Rick's right. It's not about the actual amount of your property taxes. We don't know what that will be. Uh, but since that time, I think some of the shock has worn off, and now folks are realizing that it might not be a direct percent for uh, percent increase on what your valuation is to your property taxes, which is a very good thing. Now, what we do want to talk about today, at least at you know some length, is what Iowa is doing to really get a jump on some of the neighbors of Iowa in and around Iowa, which would be us in Minnesota and a couple of other states, of course. And that is preparing to uh, legalize sports gaming. Now, sports gaming... On Monday, the legislation was finalized in Iowa, and this would legalize, you know, wagering and placing bets on, you know, fantasy sports websites like DraftKings and FanDuel. It would also give uh, the casinos in Iowa the ability to regulate the industry, and they won out over competing proposals on the authority of that. Now, if Governor Tim Reynolds, I believe it is, signs the bill, this is going to take effect, and it should take effect very soon. Uh, there isn't really an indication from what I can tell that Kim Ren- uh, Reynolds is going to sign the bill. It's pretty much ambiguous right now. The last I've seen of this was from the Des Moines Register just a couple of days back on the 22nd of April. Uh, but what I think I was picking up is that since the Supreme Court just last year struck down the federal ban on, on sports wagering, you know, states like West Virginia, uh, you know, states like New Jersey, they're starting to get you know, in on the goods, and, and that's free money that's out there. Now, when you consider the fact that Wisconsin – along with a number of other states in this country, I think most, except for Nevada, and I don't know who else doesn't have a state lottery, but most states promote a state lottery. Since states are comfortable promoting gambling as a product, they should be very comfortable in legalizing sports wagering. And if the problems that we have with respect to property taxation and uh, really taxation on a, a broad level uh, persist, states are, are going to be, you know, I think, very smart to start looking at legalizing sports gaming, marijuana, uh, gay marriage. I know Iowa's already got gay marriage as a, a legalized thing. But they're going to start to look for, you would hope, um, low-hanging fruit that's out there. I mean, this is money that's just sitting out there right now that you could be having at a state level for taxation. So I kind of want to get into that today. And again, the number seven eight five seventy nine fourteen, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. You know, Iowa's ready for a legalized sports game. Is Wisconsin. All right? So Iowa's going to be doing this, we think. Kim Reynolds hasn't signed this yet. But is Wisconsin ready for this? 608-785-7914. Uh, a couple other things I've, I've been looking at here recently, and, and these are some local, I think, concerns as well. Uh, gas is going to be going up to about 3 bucks a gallon here. How do you guys feel about that? And also, this alternate side parking, which I know has been a source of contention, Rick, for many in, in the city, is going to be expanded now. It looks like, because I know they contracted it 15 days on each side of winter a year or so ago, but it looks like this alternate side parking might be expanded to uh, beginning in October, I think October around the 18th, and go for 24 hours for leaf collection. And I was actually talking to a couple of buddies, and, and they were saying, well, what if you live on one of these streets, right, where you have to park on alternate sides, and one side of the street, you, you know, you have to flip to the other, and it's only a two-hour parking. So when you park your car on the other side of the street, do you then have to also move it every two hours? And it was... Kind of like a pause. Like, yeah, gee, that's a good question. All right, so 608-785-7914. We do have a caller online. Before we go to news, we'll take who? Aaron. Aaron, welcome. How are you, man? Hey, how's it going? Doing good, bud. How are you? Great. Hey, um, I am 100% for uh, legalizing gambling, legalizing uh, marijuana. Um, people are doing it anyway. We yeah. might as well taxpayers. Um, you know, cash in on it because other states are going to do it. Obviously, Iowa is 
kind of in the uh, driver's seat right now to do it. Uh, we can uh, bring some people out of the shadows, uh, you know, maybe turn the tide of a little uh, violence and uh, illegal activity that goes along with it. Legalized, uh, run by the, uh, uh, the state. Yeah, absolutely, Aaron. I think um, you know all of what you said is um, is perfectly you know appropriate because that's really what happens, right? When you put things into the shadows, the illegality of prohibition uh, made ordinary people into gangsters and and, and booze runners, right? Uh, the illegality of of consensual activities is is really such a boy. It's such a it's such a prickly widget because when you start to make things illegal that people are going to do anyways. Uh, you make criminals out of ordinary people, and I like what you say. You know, let's bring some of the stuff out of the shadows here, and I'm going to let you off here, and let's bring some tax money in, right? I mean, this is, again, consensual activity that's being, you know, taking place between two consenting adults, or you would imagine, you know, that that's the only way we would think this is a good thing. Uh, you might as well just get some money on that. So, looks like it's 515. That means it's time for us to take our first look at news. When we come back, Lacrosse Talk DM here with Dave and Rick on WYZM News Talk. Wait, say that again? Gary Podesta is going to call us in a little bit. Sweet. All right, we love Gary Podesta. All right, so when we come back, we'll talk to Gary Podesta here on the Crosstalk PM, WYZM, Newstalk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Stick around. We'll be back. The Crosstalk PM, Newstalk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Dave and Rick here with you on a Thursday evening. Hope you guys are having a very nice one out there. Better Hearing Center talking text line 608-785-7914. We're going to be hearing from Gary Podesky coming up here soon. I know Gary is uh, one of the guys who can probably shed some light on the alternate side parking thing, leaf collection. If anybody knows, it would be Mr. Podesky. Uh, we'd love to get you guys in here on the program today. So, again, 785-7914 is the number. We saw Bill's text. Bill was talking about uh, taxes, property taxes. You were talking about property taxes, right? You were going to buy something um, kind of near Granddad's Bluff, and you saw the property taxes like whoa all right that's a lot of money bill says we looked at a house we could afford to buy until until and this is the, the catcher until we saw the taxes just shy of five thousand a year yikes yeah i think and that's why i didn't buy the house change i could I afford to buy the house it was awesome well yeah that's that's a consideration that honestly before i moved here i had not ever thought of like realistically in in nevada and i know this isn't comparable because the the places are, are too divergent they're not comparable uh but a property tax never equated into your mortgage, it, it, more, more than a very nominal fee. I paid $506 a year in property taxes, right? So, yeah, I don't know, was it 50 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month, nothing. That was a shocker when I saw the price of the home. Oh, look, 150000 bucks. Okay, this is great. We can totally, what the, oh, geez, Louise, that's $9,000 a year in taxes. Nope, can't afford that, got to go. Uh, because essentially that kind of doubles the mortgage payment, you know. It's crazy. All right, so 608-785-7914. I see we've got a couple calls coming in. I, I do want to talk this uh, this afternoon as well about Iowa, our, our neighbor right here to the south or southwest. Or, uh, for me, it's like 20 minutes from my house. And their uh, state legislation, uh, which approved on Monday, sports wagering. Now, this is going to be passed over to their governor, uh, Republican Kim Reynolds, who, again, has not indicated publicly whether she's going to support this legislation or not. Uh, but this legislation would be a win for Iowa casinos. They would regulate the industry. And there were some competing proposals about that. So Iowa casinos would win, which is great, right? Because if anything, casinos have, well, they've got the most on the line, right? So the state gaming control boards are, are really, really, really diligent. Those might be the toughest oversight committees and, and, and associations there is. So I think this is a win for Iowa if they end up passing this, that the casinos will have the ability to regulate this. And coming from a state that has casino regulation of gaming, it is the safest form of having this done. 
Now, Iowa, uh, Iowans, excuse me, would be able to wager on uh, sporting events uh, at any one of Iowa's, I didn't realize this, Rick's 19 casinos and online if they visit a casino in person to prove that they are at least 21 years old. So, uh, you know, with, with all this stuff out here, right, so the Supreme Court last year struck down a ban, a federal national ban on sports wagering. Uh, that was largely due to the legislation proposed by New Jersey Governor at that time, Chris Christie, and the state of New Jersey. So, again, these things are all things that people are doing. And, heck, in Wisconsin, we love gambling. Everywhere I go, there's as much gambling going on as there was in any Vegas bar either. So it just it boils down to are we ready to take the leap and just say, hey, legalized sports gambling is a thing. And then we could, you know, extrapolate that out to say legalized marijuana. I mean, we, we already have stupid lottery tickets, right? Yeah. They're taking up our lines at the stores, like, oh, right, buy your lottery ticket already. And there's no, at least with sports gambling, there's like a sense that you had some play into yes. it. Right? Like, I, I did some research, and I yes. think the Dolphins are going to win. Well, it but, gives it gives you as a better, a, a much greater, listen, when you go to any Vegas casino, any casino here in Wisconsin, go to Ho-Chunk, go to uh, Treasure Island, right? you have a much greater chance of winning something at one of those casinos than you do from a state lottery. It also interests me that the only product that the state, and this isn't just Wisconsin, but any state, the only product that a state would actually market and advertise is a gambling product. Do you see state of Wisconsin toothpaste? Nope. Do you see state of Wisconsin gas? Nope. You, see, you don't see anything that is the state of anything as a product. This is a state product. The state of Wisconsin offers the gambling product. They spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year marketing this product. What about milk? They do not have... No, where's, okay. where's Wisconsin milk? They all come from independent farm okay. and dairies. So you see what I'm saying? This is a state product that the state of Wisconsin has produced. the roads? No, that's... Not again. See, here we go. Definitely not doing that. Dave is right. All right, so 608 Oh, Gary, Gary. Hey, Gary, how are you, man? Thanks for calling back. I appreciate that. No problem, Mr. David. I was I was at a spaghetti dinner fundraiser for the Humane Society, and as I got in the car and started it, my wife and I, I heard you mention my name, and I thought, now what did I do? So I had to call and see what I did. No, listen, you actually, uh, you were, um, I think, answering a question the other day from one of your constituents about the alternate side parking that, I don't know if this is passed or proposed, which would begin on October 18th in La Crosse for leaf collection. And I think the question that you got, uh, which I'm not sure that you had an answer for at the time, was what would happen when we have to move our cars from, say, one side of the street for the alternate side? 59. Sure. And the other side of the street has two-hour parking. So, Gary, uh, just work us through how would that work? Well, it, I know they talked about a 24-hour for the leaf collection, and there's no way I would be in favor of that. I'm not in favor of starting it earlier, but what would happen on something like that if you had a two-hour parking area? Obviously, that would be waived. I mean, it's, uh, we're not going to have people parking two hours and getting up at three in the morning and moving it, but I, I, I don't think we need alternate side parking for the leaf collection. If there, there's some areas in town that are going to be troublesome because I know it's hard for those guys with the tubes. You can't get between the cars. and yeah. Like by the college, the cars are parked so tight. So I know that's one reason they have trouble keeping the seasonal workers, is they were raking leaves a block just to be able to suck them up. So um, if there was some way that um, if it didn't work this year with signs, you know, maybe have a, a eight hour during the day, yeah, no parking in some areas, yeah, that I can understand because you, you have to get the leaves sucked up and. We can't have the fiasco we had this past year with them. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair and, and great idea. I, I love the eight hours because you're going to have to be gone mostly. I mean, right for a portion of eight hours during right. the day at some point. So that would yeah, I mean, and that 
Yeah, that would be the only way, Dave, I would even consider is if it was strictly during the day and strictly during the hours that they would be out sucking the leaves. We don't need 24 hours just to make sure people realize there's alternate side parking. We don't have that now. We just have the X amount of hours overnight. I think, what is it, seven or whatever? I mean, we, we, if, you don't, if you don't need it for snow removal, we certainly don't need it if it's 65 and sunny for leaves. We might need it this weekend, Gary. <laughs> Well, there you go. See, I just put we just put our shovel away from out front. Oh my God! And I heard my neighbor talk, and she was going to put my shovel away. And I thought, well, that's probably the worst thing we could have done. We just texted her. So you know what? I mean, here, at least we know it'll be gone quick. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not even and listen. I put my shovel away as well, and it's not coming back. So what I've decided I'm going to do is it's going to be sloppy on Saturday, Sunday. It's just going to be wet. That's it. That's we're just living with it. Uh, Gary, thank you. Well, yeah. No, yeah, no problem. Thank you. No, I was just going to say thanks so much for your call, man. It's it's great to always hear from you. Uh, you know, it, it's so cool that he was you know just coming back into his car and boom, there he is. And, and thanks for the explanation because I think that you know, look, not being here in town all the time. I mean, I get up in the morning early and I'm here for a large portion of my day, but you know, I park in and around our our building here on State Street and and Second. So some of what you guys have to go through in the city of Lacrosse with respect to the parking and alternate side, I, I don't have to deal with that, and I'm very glad that I don't. Uh, again, it's, you know, one of the reasons that I moved to Stoddard. But that said, it, it was great to hear from Gary. And so you can just rest assured, my friend out there, doesn't look like you're going to have to get up at 2 in the morning. Because Rick was just like, man, that's like really, really cold musical chairs and, and stuff like that. I mean, this this could start to be bad. Late at night, people walking out and, you know. We almost got like reverse alternate side parking. So in the winter, they do it at midnight because the snow plows are coming through at night usually. The, yeah, but right, right. They're suck leaves in the middle of the night. So you could have, like, alternate side parking from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. instead of the opposite. Yeah, and that's actually looks like what Andrea just texted us here as well. Uh, they never plow between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's... No, uh, they don't. Well, that's what she says. Plow or suck leaves. Well, I, she says they don't plow between 1 and 5 a.m., so maybe the uh, alternate side... I think she's just talking about alternate side parking in general. Um, either way, seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. You want to get in on the conversation? We'd love to have you, and I mean that sincerely. We'd love to have you. Uh, all right, still to come. Um, I want to get back into the sports gaming thing because I know we've taken a couple of turns and, and twists, uh, but I want to really talk about what this could mean. I mean, financially, what could this mean uh, for the state of Wisconsin? And if we are all like together collectively looking for ways to sort of get an abatement on whatever the taxes, state income tax property tax, you know, highway fuel tax, I don't know how that would work. Uh, but we have to start, I would hope, as, as a collective, looking at other means of picking up revenue, things that are happening now, fully consensual activities, uh, that as stigma, dogma, and, and the years in, in, in which, you know, a certain kind of morality has possibly, you know, left the political leanings, we could look at as being a decent idea. So, Stay with us. It's Dave and Rick. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. You're listening to WIZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. We'll be back in just a few. WIZM News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM. It's Dave. It's Rick. It's Lacrosse Talk PM, and it's your chance to get in on the action. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line 785-7914. We're getting a lot of different comments on a lot of different things, and I know I'm going to apologize right now to my friend Libertarian guy for being so twisty and turny and all over the place. What are you guys talking about? Is it sports? Is it taxes? Is it leaf collection? Dave. We haven't even started talking about Avengers. No. Like, which who's is... got their tickets for Avengers? Because you can't <laughs> even get in the theater right now. I do. I've got my tickets for the Avengers on Saturday. That's right. Uh, so, you know, listen. This is the fun part and also the hard part of this one hour of Lacrosse Talk PM. 
we've got so much to talk about, right? And when you guys interact at, at such a, an incredibly awesome level, which I appreciate so much, you know, we're going to go where you guys want to go to. And Gary Podesky, thank you very much for your call because I think you shed a little light on uh, some of what could be expected here. And, and Gary going to make sure that we don't get onerously uh, overdone. Leaves Gary Podesky's a lame duck councilman too. He's what? not seeking re-election. Oh well, that's he'll just say what he wants. That's great. We like that. I wish everybody. You know what? Maybe that's the thing. Maybe we have to make everybody a lame duck. I guess well, lame duck's probably not. Yeah, it's not good. Well, how about this? One term, one term max on everything. Like one term. Ah, it might not be enough because sometimes you need more than one term to get something done. If you're a congressman, you need like you know. Well, senators one, get six years. That's yeah, and that's one term. And then what congressmen get two. So uh, Joe wanted to say that Uncle Gary. Has our back in lacrosse. Joe, that's awesome. And this is also... This is Joe? This is a, a Joe. Oh, this is a Joe. Hi, a Joe. How are you, man? Hey, I'm a Joe. <laughs> you are a Joe. I think we're all kind of a Joe, right? We're all <laughs> average Joes. How are you, Joe? That's right. Not too bad. How's it going this afternoon? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fit as a fiddle today. I'm a little upset about the rain, but you know, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, April showers, May flowers, right? Joe, we still got you or you drop off? All right, Joe, going once. All right, going twice. Uh, Joe dropped off. You can drop on. I know we've got another call coming in here. Sorry, Joe, I don't know what happened there uh, to your particular phone call. Uh, but Rick's getting somebody else up here. So anyways, other Joe on the uh, Better Hearing Center talking text line wanted to say, and I think I mentioned this, that Uncle Gary has our back in lacrosse. Okay, uh, this is number three, and you're up. Three, what's happening, baby? Not much, not much. I think the guys that pick up the leaves should get a longer hose. Okay. 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 That'd be one big one thing. And then, uh, if you want to move closer to lacrosse, I might have a house for sale. Oh, right. You can put you can put twelve gar- twelve cars in the parking lot in the back of the house. Oh, right. So you know what I think? Taxes are thirty thirty seven hundred right now. I don't Ooh. know what they're going to do. Oh boy. Well, you've given me a lot to think about here. What's the square footage on the place? Geez, I don't know. It's a big house. Well, I want to know. Anyway, that. another thing is. What was I going to say? Oh, after hearing uh, the guy talk this morning to Mike Hayes, I still don't feel good about the taxes. You know, I think they're going to go high. Yeah. But I heard Quick Trip is hiring help up at the bakery. Okay. So, so I think I'm going to call Donnie Zitlow and see if I can get my wife a job just part-time. I li- so, okay, you're going to call Donnie Zitlow and see if you can get your wife a wife a job. I like this. He's not calling for himself. Three's not calling well, for Well, no, no, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> I mean, I could maybe send her out for four hours a day. Oh, God, I love you. Three. Uh, listen, I'm... Oh, s- oh, go ahead. One, one guy. Okay, you cut him off. All right. I was like, I'm stacked up. Who do we have next? Three, uh, that was funny. This is another Gary, I think. Oh, all right. Gary, what's up, man? Hi, you're up. Oh, Joe. Joe, Joe, okay, Joe, Joe dropped off. All right, see, thank you. This is you can call me Gary. It doesn't matter. Well. Before we were all Joes, we can be all Gary. <laughs> all right, Joe, so thanks for calling back, man. Hey, I just wanted to say, like, I don't mind paying my five thousand. Yeah. You know, or at least I never used to. But ever since I moved in, they stopped collecting the the yard clipping. Okay. The tree branches. They stopped with the uh, once a year pickup uh, for the large items. Yeah. And hmm. you know they keep whittling down the services, but the taxes stay the same. So that's right, the right. point that I don't get. I don't understand how long I'm supposed to keep paying until they keep whittling everything down. Yeah. Pretty soon they'll be like, if you can just go out and plow and clean your house, everybody does that, you know, then we'll be able to keep up, you know, or 
please come down to City Hall and do some of the paperwork, you know, in your free time. Well, Maybe I, after work for an hour if everybody chips in. It's like, what are you doing with our money? Well, see, and, and, and then I, that's got to be like, if, if you're in the city of La Crosse, right? I mean, this has got to be a thought process of yours, right? I mean, it has to be because that's a lot of money. I mean, 5000 bucks a year. I got really ticked when they stopped picking up my lawn clippings. You know, I wanted some money back, but that's not going to happen. No. So now I'm like a fool. I'm hauling my lawn clippings down. And then I put my leaves out on the boulevard, and they sit there for three months until the grass is all dead. <laughs> Pick it up maybe after the first two or three snowstorms, but yet they want to extend alternate side parking. I mean, thankfully I have a garage and a parking lot yeah. in, you know, in my backyard where I'm able to put four or five cars. But uh, I just think it's ridiculous. My work van, my truck, everything's off the street. I'm getting socked for all these taxes. And yeah. the other thing is, is when I bought this house, they used to plow at least once every snowstorm. Yeah. Now they're lucky if they plow once every season. Really? Two or three snow. Yeah, two or three snowstorms in a row. They just leave it sitting in a row. Oh gosh. You know, it all gets frozen down, packed down, but they don't plow as much as they used to. The leaf collection only comes by once a year, and that's after the snowfall. Yeah. And they don't pick up your lawn clippings. What are my taxes for? Wow. Um, they haven't built a new firehouse. I know they want to, but what have you been doing with my money? None well, of that. The roads are crap. There's no new firehouses. What have you been doing with my money? Well, can I offer you a, a consolation prize? Because, Joe, this seems like a real kick in the nards, right? How about a new expanded lacrosse center? How do you feel about that? <laughs> you know, keep this lacrosse center the same size. Uh. In five years, everything's going to virtual reality anyway. All you need is a place for dumbos to stand around with a virtual reality headset on. They don't need an actual lacrosse center. Everything's going digital anyway. Well, I hope that's not the case for conventions because we're going to lose our shirt in business with that. But uh, listen, Joe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you off here because i got another caller. Thanks for calling back, man. Really appreciate you. Uh, good to hear from you. This is Greg. Okay. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hi, Greg. You're on with Dave and Rick. How are you? This is Gary, if I'm on. Oh, Gary, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? Rick keeps giving me the, the wrong names. I'm sorry, Gary. How are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just saying, gas is going up to three bucks a, a gallon. That ought to maybe cut into the all your entertainment places because people aren't going to travel. Do you think that $3 a gallon? I was actually going to go to South Dakota uh, in July, but uh, I tell you what. I'm canceling my trip because I was going for eight days just to go out there. To, she wanted to go out and see the heads. Uh, it ain't worth $3 a gallon. It's a nine-hour drive out there and nine-hour back. And plus the mileage and your your auditoriums want big people to come in. They're not going to come driving in at 3 bucks. That's going to stop them. You wait and see. Yeah, the, you know, the gas price thing, uh, Gary, and thanks for your call, buddy. Um, the gas price thing is, is a little shocking right now. I don't have myself all prepared to talk about gas today, but I know my uh, my mother lives in the um, the San Bernardino Mountains out near, uh, well, in Big Bear, Big Bear Lake, California, and uh, up there it is $5 a gallon, like $4.97 right now, and I think Southern California is going to experience that uh, for most of the summer. It, it's crazy, Gary. I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. I mean, Rick's going to be leaving us here, uh, like right now. He's getting ready to go in the background. So that's going to limit my ability to take your phone calls. However, the text line is still going to be open. And when we come back, because we're going to take a little break here, when we come back, uh, I'm going to read some of your texts. Now, Libertarian Guy, he's been with us uh, throughout the entire program. And again, Sorry for getting off task here. I did want to spend a ton of time talking about Iowa legalizing sports gaming and what that could mean for Wisconsin. And so maybe I'll use this opportunity right here to just say this. 
Iowa hasn't passed this through fully, right? So the state legislation passed on Monday. This bill has gone to Governor Kim Reynolds for approval. Kim Reynolds hasn't said whether or not she'll sign. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one here, and, and maybe you guys are with me, and you know, at least Rick would have been, but he's left. I'm gonna be the one in the studio here to say that when you think about what gaming can do, all right, especially controlled and, and regulated by a casino industry that is controlled and regulated by the state of Wisconsin uh, to ensure fair play, to ensure balance. You're going to have an opportunity as a state to collect untold amounts of, of income. The benefit of sports betting is, is so immense, it's hard to actually wrap your mind around because there's not, outside of the state of Nevada, a lot of great examples yet because this thing has just gotten rolled out. But I'll tell you, in Nevada, there's only two industries of note, the casino industry and the mining industry. Now, as mining and precious metals have taken a big hit over the course of the last couple of years, and I own a fair amount of silver, so believe me, I kind of keep my eye on this stuff. As the precious metals market have taken such a big hit, it's been largely incumbent upon the casino industry to pay all of the taxes for the state of Nevada. And when I say all of the taxes, I mean a large portion of the taxes that go to fund the large state projects. Now, there's still property taxes, which are very low. Uh, there's other taxes that are going to be levied, but there is no state income tax. That is largely to do with the fact that the gaming industry makes such a haul, they're able to make up for it. Now, Nevada is also a small state, so I don't want to make a comparison of apples to apples here. But outside of Nevada, there isn't a great test subject with look at how much we can make off sports betting. But I will say this. Uh, the average numbers, and, and, and these are very low estimates because we really don't have any idea what a full black market sports gaming industry looks like. Couple that with what you see offshore, plus the legal take. I mean, you're talking about a $25, $35 billion industry per year. I mean, $25 to $35 billion industry per year, which would place it amongst the biggest industries in the country. So the state of Iowa is, is thinking about this, and I can see why, because this is like free money. If the state of Wisconsin wants to keep up, they got to get in on this. Now, I know there's something floating around here, too, about Tony Evers, and I don't keep up much with actual politics. I'm more of an issues guy. Uh, but actual politicking is going on in Madison, and, and apparently Governor Evers, from what I heard from Rick uh, today, uh, has got some piece of legislation that he is proposing, at least, uh, that would decriminalize marijuana up into a certain amount. I think I saw it was an ounce or two. And also legalize medical marijuana. Now, I know there's going to be some opposition to that, but that's a step in the right direction. Again, when you think about what you do and what your neighbor does, you don't need to worry about what they do, and they don't need to worry about what you do. As long as it doesn't hurt you or your property, don't worry about it. It's fine. So the idea that we should have anything to say about as individuals, what others do, as long as it's consensual, is, is kind of ridiculous. And in 2019, when we're all talking about taxes and money and where is money going to come from, how do we get money? Where are we going to get funding from? These are the lowest hanging of fruit. So I appreciate you letting me kind of twist and turn here today, Libertarian Guy. It's just kind of the way we roll here. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. It's not really my show anyways. It's your show. All right, again, I've got the Better Hearing Center text line still active now, 75-79-14. When I come back, I will read a couple of the uh, messages that have been sent to us over the program so far, and they're good. Stick around. We'll be right back. It's WYZM, News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. 
WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Hope you guys are having a great Thursday evening. Coming up this evening, it's going to be the NFL Draft. I know Libertarian Guy, I'm talking about sports right now, but the NFL Draft is going to be, I think, at uh, starting at 7 o'clock. The Green Bay Packers pick at number 12. We'll see. That's the uh, highest draft pick the Green Bay Packers have had. Uh, in quite some time. If you would uh, enjoy some sports talk with myself and Matt Scrady, I'd invite you over to WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM mornings from 6 AM until 9 AM. We do have a lot of fun. There's a lot of winning and prizing that goes on in the program. So if you're curious about uh, the Green Bay Packers, Milwaukee Brewers, Milwaukee Bucks, or all the national sports, check us out over on WKTY again, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. I appreciate your time here with me this afternoon on Lacrosse Talk PM. Because Rick is out, I actually don't have the uh, the proper abilities to answer your phones. I do have the ability, however, to still read text messages. So uh, for those that are trying to get in on the program now on the phone line, I'm going to have to leave you out there. But the text line is still, of course, very active. And you guys have been awesome here today on the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I uh, heard from a lot of different people. Tom P. sent us a message here just a bit ago um, asking about, Homeowners insurance. Will house insurance rates increase due to reassessment? Never uh, more. Excuse me. Never equals less. And I, I told um, I told Tom that's a great question. I would assume yes. I would assume that the assessed value of your home is going to be reflective of you know and reflected in your homeowners insurance rate. Again, most of these things don't get really noticed by you as a mortgage payer if you've got an escrow account in which all this is taken out at the time in which you make your payments. Uh, but I don't know, Tom. That's a great question. I would assume that, that yes, I, they probably will. Uh, Fred Egan wanted to ask, does anyone know if the lacrosse center has ever made a profit? You know, I would have to imagine, Fred, they have. But I don't know who would know. I mean, I guess the city would have to know that, right? I mean, somebody at the city's got to keep a tab. I would imagine that they have. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess, again, with no knowledge. I do not know. But I would imagine that they have. And, and I do want to say, I mean, you know, irrespective of the technology, which is coming. I think we had uh, Gary called us a few minutes ago and said pretty soon, you know, hey, it's going to be all virtual reality. You won't need the lacrosse center. Well, conventions and business, this is still a real big part of the lacrosse industry, right? Our, our tourism for convention business alone uh, it drives an incredible amount of revenue. So I do think that there is a, a place for the lacrosse center to be uh, expanded and or upgraded and or whatever needs to happen in order to remain competitive. Because, unfortunately, that is one of the, the, the drawbacks. You don't spend the money for something like the lacrosse center, and you fall out of favor with numerous large organizations. And bye-bye restaurant business, bye-bye hotel business. It's just not a good look. But do they make money? That's a great question, Fred. I don't know. Now, our buddy Libertarian guy, again, he was, no, I wouldn't say sour with me, but he's like, hey, stay on task, Carney. want to get some, something good out of you today. And I'll try my best. Uh, by reading your comments, how's that? Probably should equal us out. So, Libertarian Guy, looks like he was even uh, listening this morning to uh, Lacrosse Talk AM when uh, I think Jason Gilman was on. And, uh, or maybe that was, yeah, I guess that was yesterday he was on. All right, so, when Libertarian Guy, and this is the start of his, his first message, when he's spoken with the assessor's office in the years past, they've told him the same thing that Jason Gilman said, I can have a paid assessment in my hand, and they will tell me that what they look at is somehow different from what the appraiser determines. In other words, the assessments are not an exact science. The city doesn't know uh, what's fair any better than anybody else does, and they use different standards. The value of a home is what somebody else is willing to pay for. Unfortunately, the view of the city is very differently. And he goes on to say, my real estate taxes in La Crosse are currently 8000 per year. Ooh, that translates to, ooh, look at this number, 666 bucks a month. Beware the mark of the taxes. 
uh, for a home that he owns. This is more than what most people pay for rent on an apartment. Taxes in the city are ridiculously high, no matter what the local politicians try to say. My taxes are higher on my home than they were for my parents' home of almost equal value in the Chicago suburbs. That's kind of scary. And now, against my better judgment, city council and our illustrious mayor have decided to spend $42 million bucks to expand the lacrosse center. A business as a taxpayer, I do not wish to be involved with it. It is no coincidence that these assessments happen to be sent out just in time for the city council to approve the project and then figure out how to pay for it later. Now, I did pick that up a little bit from, from that News 8 article that I saw the other day, Libertarian Guy, about how, you know, hey, it's either going to be a Pratt tax or it's going to be a property tax one way or the other. This is getting done. Um, he goes on to say this, Libertarian guy, again, this is one of his text messages at 785-7914, that he uh, heard Scott's comments. Yeah, that's right, Scott Robert Shaw, as I see it. Uh, and he actually thinks Scott's right on. The city really did step in it. You think that they could have issued some sort of public service announcement along with the reassurance that they're really going to drop the mill rate? Yeah, I think that uh, you know that would have gone a long way. I mean, even just sort of like a friendly notice. Hey, neighbors. Hey, friends. Like Jim Nance, right? Hi, friends. You send out a notice and you say, this is what we're, we're going to be doing. You know, and maybe it's a month or two in advance. It doesn't have to be forever. But this is what we're doing. Get yourselves prepared. Uh, we're going to be working on mill rates. Uh, we'll keep you guys informed of exactly what this will mean to your bottom lines, right? Because that's what we're really concerned about. We can all be appreciative of our values going up. That's great. I think what makes folks nervous, and I would be in that camp too if I lived in the city of La Crosse, is that the percentage increases on pretty much everything right now. And, you know, talk to Gary and it's gas and, we're talking about property taxes. The percentage increases are going up, and yet you know wages aren't necessarily going up to equal those. So that can be a bit unnerving, and I can totally get it. I think the city, they're going to figure us out. They're going to get this thing right. It'll be cool. So you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. Great weekend, too. I'm sorry it's going to be snowing on Saturday. That's a real drag. I wasn't looking forward to it. But maybe you spend some time indoors, watch something cool on Netflix, or perhaps a little NBA basketball. If you're a Bucks fan... The Bucks play in the second round of the NBA playoffs for the first time in like 18 years, 2001, on Sunday at noon. You can also check that out on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. You guys have a great rest of your night, and I'll talk to you next Tuesday here on Lacrosse Talk PM.